morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. This is behind the scenes of our best days. My name is Juan. My name is Arvin. <laughs> and we are so grateful that you are with us today. Yeah. And man, what a great season four we've been having. I've really enjoyed it. The feedback has been surprising. Surprising as in like scare. Like whenever you say surprise, I don't think of surprise party. I think of Halloween. <laughs> I think I'm like surprise. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> Like it's a bad surprise. I, this one is definitely a good surprise. I've been surprised by the feedback, the notes that we've gotten. Not that we're soliciting notes, but some people that have actually been going through really difficult seasons in their mm. life have written about uh, what God has communicated to them using this podcast. And I'm really grateful for that. And then I'm also shocked by the listenership. Yeah, we uh, after four years of or two years of doing this four seasons, I finally looked at the numbers. Yeah, and I won't say anything about them. It's just they they are so much more than I thought. I thought it was like Man. twelve people listening to this, including podcast. our moms. Yeah, both of our moms downloading it on both devices that they have <laughs> <laughs> on their Samsung yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're not making fun of anyone who has a Samsung Galaxy. We yeah. support you. Sure. I mean, I'm sure it's it's tough. So <laughs> best of luck. <laughs> there is. Okay, real quick about Samsung. All right. If you have an Apple phone, there are people that are in your group texts that are the green bubble people. Mm, yeah. And they throw off the aesthetic. Yeah. Anytime you're in a group text with anyone. Yeah. And what's unfortunate is you tend to have a disdain towards that individual and they did nothing. <laughs> Just Did you know they're suing Apple for that? Really? Yeah. There was a lawsuit about, hey, people don't like texting our customers because the thing is green. And Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, said, well, they should buy an iPhone. Oh, man. <laughs> Savage. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, Anyways, but hey, whether you are... The Behind the Scenes of Our Best Days is a podcast for Apple, Samsung, even if you still have a Motorola Razor or a Kyocera. Oh, boy. Um, with <laughs> Where you're able to buy ringtones. Yeah. Uh, and oh, it's nice. Paul Wall or something like that. <laughs> we, <laughs> Remember that? We, yes, I absolutely do. Grills. Um, <laughs> we absolutely are so grateful for you. You do not have to listen or watch this, and you do, so thank you so yeah, much. thanks so much. We genuinely appreciate seasons. you. We believe that you are our family. Yeah. Just family we haven't seen yet. So- mm -hmm. Um, this is something we, this is being released. We're recording this in October, 2022, mm -hmm. and we're in the middle of filming for Christmas mm -hmm. and we're almost getting ready to release our fall film Keymaker. Yeah. Yeah. but you're going to be hearing this podcast in November after Keymaker has already been posted. Mm -hmm. It's up on victory Tulsa YouTube. Yeah. Please go and watch it. It is a short film. Um, between 40 ish to 50 minutes yeah. and it is a powerful parable and we believe in parables because um it is a it is a modern day parable with biblical principles mm -hmm. um you know one of our our favorite scriptures in the bible is where it says jesus did not go anywhere without teaching in parables yeah because we believe in stories stories impact atheists stories impact people that don't like church stories yeah. impact people um stories go uh they 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 cross cultural boundary lines that's right stories connect us totally and so that has been something that i've been so passionate about where sometimes um 
I, there are friends in my life that still are, do not believe in God or yeah. they're, they're not attending church. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I've thought they just haven't heard the right story yet. Mm-hmm. It's not that they dislike God. Right. It's that they haven't heard the right story yet because people have to see themselves in the story. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I, I love the parables that Jesus uh, talked through throughout the scripture. But anyway, so yeah. today we're going to kind of break down um Keymaker, yeah. the fall film. Yeah. And for those of you who are just joining us, Arvin, what is a elevator pitch of what is behind the scenes of our Best Day podcast? This is a podcast about how at our church we have a confession, and in that confession we always say, my best days are right in front of me. We love that. We believe that. We're experiencing that. <laughs> um, and at the same time, we recognize that if you're on staff at a church or if you've been in church for a while or if you're just curious about it and you've never been involved – Every single person's best days has a behind the scenes. So we've talked in these four seasons about um, the kinds of things you bump into as you try to pursue Jesus. And then sorry, my (laughs) phone is ringing. I apologize. So the kinds of things you bump into (laughs) is you pursue Jesus uh, from the perspective of working at a church. Yeah. And like phone calls thing, happening. They just happen. Yeah. Sorry. My, no, it's my a, phone just started ringing. It's a reality. Um, in the middle of a podcast. Behind the scenes. That is the behind the scenes. Yeah, there it but is. But thinking about this, this fall film, you know, um, there have been people who have asked us from outside ministries or entities asking us about mm-hmm. like, how did you guys get into script writing? How did you guys just start making films or, or productions or whatever? Um, even, even the things that we do here at Victory, we're very blessed. We're very grateful. Zechariah 4.10, do not despise the day of small beginnings. That's right. There are people listening and watching this, and you have a story, and I'm just going to let you know, you have to tell it, whether it is through photography, through journaling, through writing, um, through uh, finding someone to ha- or some avenue to tell your story. Mm-hmm. The reason why is the, the Scripture Revelations, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, which was Jesus dying on the cross, and we overcome by the, the word of our testimony. The word of yeah, our testimony. Our story. Your story. Yeah. So the way you can overcome things that you're currently walking through mm-hmm. is to remind yourself of your testimony. Absolutely. And your testimony is a story that no one can take away from you. Mm -hmm. There are people that may argue what you believe, but they'll never be able to disprove your story because it happened to you. So you better lean into it. Mm -hmm. You better own it. And here's the thing is that your life will change when you choose your own story and and how you choose to finish your story. So like catching up to this fall film, it, it centers in on a character who his life has spiraled out of control yeah and i don't know if you guys have ever had this i've been in those moments where i'm like mm-hmm. i no longer have control over my life um poo is hitting the fan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh it is this is a lot harder than i thought and yeah. there's nothing i can do about it yeah and um the anxiety what we've learned throughout this season of best days is we talked about different mental health and things is that anxiety over time becomes repressed and it turns into depression. Mm -hmm. Um, And then depression, I don't mean um, a depressing thought. I don't mean a depressing um, mood uh, that lasts, you know, two or three days. Depression is a, it is a, a long-term thing. Right. And it's from not confronting those by not taking captive every thought Mm, mm -hmm. and so it starts off with this individual and 
And what we show in this story is that once you have the radical acceptance of where you are, yeah, acceptance doesn't mean approval, right? Because some of you in here, you're like, I don't accept where I'm at. Lying to yourself is also a sin. Yeah, we've talked okay? about that. Yeah. So you can't lie to yourself. You got to be upfront, honest with yourself. You have to be one of those people that it's like someone else telling me to wake the heck up. Yeah. Is not good enough. I got to look at myself in the mirror. Right. Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. Yeah. I'm starting with the. Anyways, <laughs> you got to do that. And you just have to say, this is where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Now I get to choose how this story is finished. Mm hmm. Like a choice book that you would rent it in the library yeah, where you got I to choose those. your own ending. Yeah. You get to choose your own ending. Right. So Arvin, uh, begin to break down this key keymaker film. Yeah, it should be said that um Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley have um really believe in the arts and so they've empowered us to do these shows. And on top of what was Christmas and Easter every year, several years ago you guys started doing fall productions. Mm. And so this Keymaker is the most recent fall one. And Pastor Paul had experienced and written about uh, seasons in his life. And he described his uh, entanglement with depression over, uh, as it were, like several basements. And so he had written a story about it, potentially going to release a book in the future about it, about his mental health and how he, God has been uh, helpful to him in those areas. And it was from a sermon that he preached at Elevation Church. Yeah, he also, yeah. So I remember um, if you go on YouTube, you can watch yeah. it. The uh, very first sermon Pastor Paul gave, the night that they inaugurated him as the lead pastor here, he, the first thing he talked about was having a master key and not knowing it. And that uh, the key was in his pocket the whole time. It was it's, after my dad died. Yeah, years after that. And, and Paul just wanted yeah. to... I just interrupted you. No, no, no. It's, it's, it Help me tell the story. Well, so Paul, uh, the pastor of Victory, Paul wanted to... He was really missing my dad who had died of cancer. It's a pretty traumatic um, situation. And my dad had given him a key... Um, and it got him into his office and like one other door anyways. So one night he came up to the church and he just wanted to sit in the sanctuary. You know, whenever you're, if you've ever been heartbroken, you've been there before how people visit graves. Well, mm -hmm. Paul wanted to visit the sanctuary because sure. he felt close to my, the spirit of Billy Joe or sure. whatever yeah. you would want to say. Just memories. Yeah. Memories. So he wanted to get in. He couldn't open up the outside door. And he was really frustrated and I think he was overwhelmed with emotion. So he started crying. He slid against his door and then he thought, I'm just going to try this key. Right. And he tried the key and it opened up the door mm -hmm. into the building. Yeah. And then he was like, no way. I didn't even know that this key opened up the building. And then he walks the hallways. It's dark. And he had to, and he had to later tell security, like, I'm not, I'm not a robber. I'm just <laughs> Paul. I'm just pastor Paul. Um, you know, and, and then he went up the ramp behind the stage. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a back door that the musicians go through to yeah. enter the stage for worship rehearsal. And he was like, I'm going to try the key again. Mm -hmm. And he tried the key and it got him into the sanctuary. Yeah. And then he began trying the key on all these doors and he realized I had the master key all along. Exactly. And I was waiting for other people yeah. to open the door for me. Right. And some of you have been waiting for other people to open certain doors in sure. your life. Yeah. When all along the master key 
is me. Mm-hmm. And that was Pastor Paul's sermon. Exactly. The master key is within me. Yeah. Everything that you need, God has already put on the inside of you. Yeah. And so that's why we're really big on introspection and reflection because there is breakthroughs and and things mm-hmm. that you are maybe banging your head against. And usually the answer isn't out there. Mm-hmm. It's within. Right. Now, I don't mean humanistic universalism. I don't oh, mean sure. like Zen yeah. I mean, like genuinely the Holy Spirit of God, the Holy yeah. Spirit of God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we took that real life experience of his with depression and we took the story of the master key and we thought, OK, how do we take all of the different ingredients that are in this and turn them up to 10 mm. so that it's very clear to people what we're talking about? So we worked backwards from that conclusion. Uh, how do we get people to realize like um the internal relationship they have with the Holy Spirit is going to be the gateway, the door to the next answer to the, how to be. So um, now that it's out, we can talk about it yeah. openly because it's on YouTube. You can watch it. But we took this character. Uh, we named him Ben. And uh, basically just we're like, OK, what if what, what is the average guy going through? Um, He's got a mixture of his ambition in life. He wants to do well for himself, for his family. Then we took some real life experiences yeah. that uh, we had both experienced through friends of ours and 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 their stories. And so I had a friend who um, uh, he ha- he now has two kids. When his first child was being born, right before they had their baby, the doctor was like, "Your baby's doing good, but he's got this heart situation." And the moment that he's born, we're going to have to start preparing him for open heart surgery. Mm. So first time parent, I haven't been there, but I hear it's terrifying when you first hear the news of that. And so they were like, oh, OK, I guess our little baby's going to have surgery immediately. And that as, as if it wasn't difficult enough to think about the reality of becoming a parent. Now you have to care for your child and then they were like and it's gonna cost a hundred thousand dollars it's gonna cost a hundred thousand dollars so they were like uh so we literally took that section of the story and put it in this guy's life and um i have other friends who've recently and in the past experienced the uh underestimated trauma of miscarriages and what that does to a person's body and a person's marriage and self uh esteem all that stuff um and so we took that and put that in there as well then we thought well where where do most men or women go uh when things like that uh happen they tend to escape so what was ben's escape so we took a gambling addiction so we basically put all these ingredients in the pot threw a lot of seasoning on it stirred it up and then we thought what if um if this guy who uh you'd had known somebody who for the sake of life insurance had tried to take their life and um so we put that in there as well what if this guy is willing to end his life so that he could figure out a way because the whole story is and i'll be brief here i don't want to talk too long but they're out of money and she doesn't know it. She thinks they have enough savings to pay for their but kids. He wasted surgery. it on gambling. He ruined it all on his gambling addiction that he has been keeping private. So now he's like, if I attempt to take my life, maybe the insurance money will cover the cost of surgery and it'll end all my pain, etc. And in the throes of trying to to take his life, he uh, encounters some other types of events and he goes through different like sort of like how Pastor Paul went through basement to basement. We made it different 
terrain and geography so it's he kind of like disney different. inside out but darker a lot darker yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you guys yeah. know inside out where yeah. it's like all the emotions of right. anger and stuff Great like movie. that yeah. so he encounters in his first room yeah he meets the we went in order of like what does a therapist typically take you through and uh so he encounters fear in room number one he talked he has to encounter his gambling addiction in room two and in each room, he has to find a key that gets him to the next room. That gets and him he's out getting of these letters. That's right. The whole time he goes through three or four rooms and uh, the whole time, the thing that gets him to understand where the key, where the key is at uh, is a letter from someone called the key maker. And so he's the one who's like, hey, you can't trust fear. Hey, you can't trust your gambling addiction. Hey, you need to regain your sense of fight and your appetite for pursuing uh, your goals in life. And then room four uh, is where he goes back to that memory in his childhood where he decided to be that way. And uh, we all yeah. have those things. If Absolutely. you trace everything back to childhood. Totally. There's something there. Me yeah. and me and Arvin, we love talking about mental health and, yeah. and you know, therapy and psychiatrists and psychologists just because as a man thinks, so is he. Right. Exactly. It's in the Bible. Exactly. With all thine getting, get understanding. That's right. Yeah. And some sometimes people want to get PhDs and they want to get doctorates before they get understanding. Yeah. Exactly. They get they want to get knowledge. Yeah. And knowledge and understanding is different. Understanding is yeah. the truth that you stand under. That's good. So with this we revisit mm -hmm. a childhood trauma. Right. Yeah, so we we did it in that order very strategically so each room is like a different experience and then the, in the last room he has to deal with uh seeing himself as a kid because they do this if you go to therapy uh, maybe not every therapist um but my therapist sure helped me do this where uh you talk to the you kind of parent yourself yeah. Knowing what you know now, you talk to eight-year-old Arvin, or in this case, Ben talks to eight-year-old Ben and goes back to the memory. So he meets this therapist, and we casted uh, Tamia to play this therapist. She did such a good job. I'm so excited. Yeah, she crushes she did, it. She's just so cool. And uh, we rented this house and filmed it there, and it's like an old classic-style-looking house. And um, he, But what's interesting is when he tries to like go into the bedroom of his house – it's a surgery room. So his childhood bedroom yeah. is a medical surgery yeah, room. Yeah, he's trying to like, he can't leave the house. Now once remember, he gets in. this guy is in an alternate universe. Right. It's all fantastical for the sake of outlining the story. Yeah. Yeah. He Once he gets into that house, he can't leave. And so his therapist helps him come to realize that like the eight-year-old you is still trapped in this house. You have not let him out because you have not acknowledged what's happened here. His dad mm. left, all this stuff going he on. He didn't have the acceptance. Yeah, of, exactly. He just stuffed it. How many stuffers do we have listening? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whenever you just stuff emotions, you go, that happened, but we're not talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. If you make a vow or if you go, Hey, we don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Growing up in a home that meant to do well, sometimes some of the worst things can happen with in, in good intentions. For sure. My parents had great intentions. And Same. I forgive my parents because they made the best decisions with what they had at totally. the moment. Totally. You know? Totally. But in their, they grew up in, this fa um, in speaking faith. Yeah. I speak faith. I pray scriptures yeah. over my kids. Yeah. 
I also have to have radical acceptance in reality. Mm-hmm. So like, I believe what the word of God says. It's a check that don't bounce. Mm. I build my life on the word of God. But I also like, there would be things that would happen and I, we would, I would bring them to my parents. My parents, you know, out of good intentions, they would say, we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it trained me. And after it happened twice, I just realized, oh, I don't bring up this thing. Mm-hmm. And whatever you don't bring up, you push it under the rug. Yeah. And here's the thing. You become spontaneously combustible when you're 35. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. you can only stuff so much. Yeah. And then at some point, it's got to get out. Yeah. And then you go, I don't know why I'm crying. Or yeah. I don't know why I just blew up on someone that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, if there's a tone, there's, there's a, a stone. stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go and remove those stones in your heart. Yeah. And so good. anyways, that's this whole thing of yeah. parenting yourself. Mm-hmm. So he goes back mm-hmm. to his eight year old self. Yeah. And he's on a surgery table. You should still watch it, even if you hear this episode before, because it's there's a lot there we're not talking about. But he basically f- lets that kid go and yeah. is like you're free you know so that whole thing happens and then finally he meets the key maker and he realizes that um god is not interested in and yeah there are biblical principles that are keys and there's always a surface level of like well the bible has wisdom in it if you read it that's great but i think the deeper thing that god's trying to do by taking people through this process is that he's turning them into a key Boom. And uh, Bishop Jakes had this sermon about um, how a key is it works because it's broken in the right places. So that was the idea that um, that the key maker is representative of God and the process God takes you through. He'll speak to you while you're going through these things. He'll try and get you to understand where he's taking you. And then when you do have those face to face encounters and he has a beautiful one that we shot on this beautiful beach um like halfway between LA and San Francisco, uh, he finally realizes like, oh, God God is turning me into the key. And the, the Holy Spirit in me is the key to the marriage I want to have, restoration. the restoration I want to have with, within myself and my own mental health, my relationship with my spouse, my getting rid of whatever it is in me, not the, the fruit of, oh, this gambling addiction is terrible. Uh, yeah, it is. And you should get rid of it. But... If you're if you don't like pay attention to the roots of it, you're going to replace it with something else. So he goes to the root of what is why am I wanting to gamble things? Why do I do that? You know, and so hopefully it'll be a conversation starter, at least for everybody in the room to look at themselves and say, man, I, you know, in order to write it, I remember we we had to look at ourselves a lot. And so and maybe I'll do it again as we watch it. Um, But. I hope that that is what it will allow people to do. And then, of course, Pastor Paul will um, will will close and preach with it. And I, it's already happened. Yeah. Now, by the time you're hearing this episode. So, yeah, we just want it to be um, uh, a conversation starter um, and help people realize these are I mean, we spoke with I spoke with several therapists before we like finished it because yeah. it was like, hey, is this legitimately uh, the process you would take a person through. We don't want to like misrepresent that process or be right. like, just read a scripture and you're fine. Look yeah, at that, you know. Baby, 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 like bye. even even the Bible doesn't say that you're supposed to experience, yeah. encounter, walk in the truth, and then it will set you free. For uh, sure. So yeah, that's keymaker. Yeah, and the truth hurts, but it's not meant to harm. Boom, baby. Yeah. And so, anyways, maybe there's something in your life where you're just saying. 
oh man, there's a truth that I need to radically accept or I need to revisit. This is the bottom line is that any, think of the worst thing in your life. Mm -hmm. Now I want you to think about it. Guess what? God is and can turn it for your good. Yeah. And whenever you can live like that, it just, you live in a sense of freedom totally. to where it almost makes you emotional to be like, oh my gosh, God, you are so good because you've taken the worst things in the worst parts of my life. Mm -hmm. And like Arvin said, like uh, the T.D. Jake sermon that was years ago that we, that we referenced in the film is that a key works when it's broken in all the right places it yeah. goes in. Yeah. You are broken in all the right places. Yeah. And you can unlock this next version of your life. Yeah. And so I want you to be encouraged to be filled with hope. And here's the thing is that there is hope when there is a plan. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, the scripture absolutely. is that I know the plans I have for you mm -hmm. plans, uh, a future of hope mm -hmm. and expectation. Mm -hmm. So the it's, it's, it's unique that a, um, a spiritual, um, a spiritual fruit hope mm -hmm. comes from a practical step, That's a good. plan. That's good. So think about it. What is your plan to get into your new hope? Mm -hmm. Amen. That's good. Hey, we wanted to say thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Um, check out Keymaker mm -hmm. um, on Victory Tulsa YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, we also have other fall films on Victory yeah. Productions YouTube. That's true. We have The Hush Room. We have O Town. Yeah. We have Harvest. Yeah. We have, and, and they're just unique. Playlist. Pl yeah. Pilgrim's Playlist. Pilgrim's Playlist. Three episodes of that. Yeah. Anyways, let us know what you think about it. And we also, like we said, you also have a story. Mm -hmm. And it's not just going to help you overcome. Mm-hmm. Just like Ben in the film Keymaker, he realized, oh, I'm being turned into a master key mm -hmm. to help others. Yeah. Your testimony can actually help others. Definitely. So that is your story of victory. Yeah. We love you. Thank you for checking us out. Thanks for your good season, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Love you.